Start the party, Dan. Oh, no, you got upset online. Looks like you're having a real bad time. Should have just ignored what I said. But now I've got proof that you read it. Perfect. Yeah. That, that was, was good. That was that felt casual to you off the top there. It was very casual. Yeah. Very I like that. you. Yeah. I tried to get just loose with it and uh, just get in the moment. You know, it's like. No, it's uh, good. I, I feel like this will be a, a pretty kind of casual, like hangout style episode. Um, true. That is so true. You nailed it right off the top. Thank you. Well, hello, yeah. friends, idiots, and friends who are also idiots. Welcome to your favorite podcast about social media and rejection. It is Blocked Party. This is episode number 131. I'm John. I'm Stefan. And uh, we are just two guys chilling, and I think uh, this is only the second time we've ever had two guests on the show, which I think, Stefan, is why you were sort of insinuating this might just be a fun hangout with the boys episode, yeah. uh, a bit of a dude's rock episode, if you will. Uh, the We're happy to have two great friends of ours on the show. They are the co-hosts of the Globe Hell podcast. Josiah and Drew are here. Hey, guys, what's up? Hi, guys. Hey, thanks so hey. much for having us. What's up? Such a uh, pleasure to be here. I was thinking this was going to be more of a serious kind of political debate kind of. That's more what our show is about, kind of like not hanging out, but really just kind of right. getting we to don't really, Yeah, we don't really yeah. fuck around. Right. We just, we really get down to business. We yeah. have a topic. Uh, okay, sure. We, dis- we discuss it. We can we do have, that. I mean, we well, can try to do that. I mean, we're Josiah, not very... did you... Do you have a topic? You, do you have a topic that you'd like to discuss this week? I have a few... <clears throat> I, I was discuss. thinking hanging out could be the topic. Can we discuss it very do, serious? Yeah. Hanging out. Yeah. Uh, what's the way to turn that to make it leftist? Kind of. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> this is like the this the, the vibe of this reminds me of like back in university when I had friends who would have like vinyl I thought, parties. I thought you were just going to say when you had friends. <laughs> well, that was also it was a pretty cool time. Yeah. Uh, but they would just have vinyl. Like, so the whole point of the party was like you would bring over vinyl and then you would put it on and just listen to it. Oh anyway, God. that's what like being in a band was like when you were 20. Vinyl. This has the same kind of like serious. It's like we're trying yeah. to hang out, but also yeah, there's so rules. We can listen to this vinyl. Yeah, there's fucking rules. We're we do. The we do a lot of listening. We do a lot of leftist debates on on the Golf Kings on on Twitch. That's kind of like our big thing. That's on, true. On Twitch is to do yeah. because I think I that's like those. sort of the cool thing about about Twitch is that you think like oh it's like for video games and stuff. No, it's for you can talk about it's for like Canadians talking about American politics for some reason. It's great. I love it. It's, well, that's it's kind of the cool. point of Globe Hell. Uh, the sh- full name of the show is Globe Hell Warning. Yes. Um, and the point of it is kind of that. We've noticed that Canadians do kind of have, we figured out American politics and it's kind of, you know, they should just listen to us. We know how it works and how to make Absolutely. it all, all yeah. work. Did I, I sorry yeah. for messing up the name of your show, but I feel like, are you not at Globe Hell on Twitter? I feel like that's what fucked me up. Yeah. Also, sometimes Drew changes the show. to like <laughs> last month he changed it to, to become the Jack Off Zone and it was called the J-O Zone. <laughs> that, was only, that was only for a week. That was not for a full month. That's that would have been great week. if that's how I introduced you. This is, <laughs> these two guys are the hosts of the Jack Off Zone podcast. <laughs> yeah. 
I, I saw that you have like you have the the wiki as well, and I think someone I don't know one of your listeners I guess added shitting to the the wiki and shit as like a co-host I think is is my understanding. Yeah, it's kind of like you know how New York City is its own character in so many sure. movies. Like yeah. shitting is kind of like a big part of our show. Um, <laughs> to, be, to be honest with you, like the wiki is so helpful because like I do another podcast that is kind of I. I at least I'm a little bit more aware of what's going on. We record Globe Hell when I'm at my most drained every week. Sure. It's just kind of there's nothing left in me, and it's kind of like a pure blackout that I don't right. remember at all. So I often have to check the wiki to see what I said and see if I need to delete anything <laughs> because yeah. it's, it's just like really dark. Is yeah, is there like is there like a is like an episode by episode like is there an episode guide on the wiki or is yeah, it there is. Episode? yeah okay yeah like I guess to explain the show a little bit is like I mean. It's hard to explain, I guess. <laughs> True. Well, right. Each, each each week we have an idea on how we can change the world. Um, what did we do last week, Josiah? I don't even remember. Uh, last we week we check was, the wiki if you want. He's he's fallen behind. He's he's a week behind on the wiki. Last week was. Let me check because I also make art for the episodes that is like oh smiling. Like it was about uh, oh yeah, it was about smiling. smiling. Sure. Um, right. So the idea was sort of taking the phrase telling women smile, sweetie. Obviously, that's wrong. But we've sure. kind of took a leftist spin on it and made it so that everyone is forced to smile at all times because mm. it's it's good for you. Um, okay. So we kind of just – one of us will present an idea. The, the first episode is the one where everyone should start if they're interested. It's a worldwide train. And Drew proposed that we build a train that goes around the globe uh, and it runs on zero energy use because uh, – wow. We're also dealing with the gun problem with this one because there's a shooting range at the front of the train and everyone <laughs> comes in and shoots it and that's how it goes forward with zero <laughs> energy use. So um, – Bullets actually propel it. The machine guns <laughs> right. and bazookas will shoot the train forward. <laughs> right. So they're they're shooting like the front part of the train, and the and the yeah. impact of the bullets pushes the train forward. That's how it's uh, zero energy use. Okay. Um, and it gets we also, guns off the streets. There's about 20 minutes about what to do with the shit on the train in that, one, and that was our first episode. So I mean, it's it is true that shitting is kind of the third host of. It's arguably more more of a uh, important part of the show than me at this point. <laughs> I mean, I think so shitting it, is a pretty big. I mean, it's it's up there for us as well. Shitting and, yeah. and coming, or jacking and pissing, off. I mean, jacking certainly. off. I think, yeah, like coming. Yeah. The big coming three. is part of it, but jacking mm -hmm. off, I think, is the like coming is like whatever. But mm -hmm. the jacking off, I think, to me, is the more important. That I would say it's to me, it's jacking off and then pooping mm -hmm. or shitting. As yeah, you guys you're call right. It. It's not and usually then, coming. coming. Like we're not like, oh yeah, like uh, you know, we had sex and came. Like no one no. wants to hear that story. No one wants that's, that's like, nasty. No one wants that's, that's disgusting. Yeah, yeah totally. it's about the journey, not the destination. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Yeah. So, so yeah. I think I think jacking off is is the third. I would even say like the primary host of of the of mm -hmm. the show, and then I think it goes John, and then I think it goes pooping, <laughs> and then I think it goes coming, and then I think it goes me. Well, you know, a big thing I think underneath I say, all the poop and come. That's right. Yeah. Drew, I think Drew's guiding philosophy in life is actually to mention coming. I think Drew is kind of driven by <laughs> semen retention and the belief in retaining your semen for power. Is that well, right? it's not it's not just me who believes in that. It's it's backed up by a lot of study and science. It is and, backed up. It's yeah, true. Just, you, you are backed <laughs> up. Literally yeah. backed up. Yeah. Um gives you energy. I feel I'm vibrating right now. Um, <laughs> just all the all the all what happens after you retain for about a month, all the semen in your in your balls will start to just dissolve and enter your your bloodstream. And it's very potent stuff. It can cause I mean it creates life. It's part of part of creating life. 
Right. Um, but so if you're retaining it, are you are you creating life with it if you're retaining it? No, but you're, you're taking gaining something more so powerful. To quote right. so Drake, powerful. And you're, 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 right. you're taking it into your bloodstream, into your lungs, you're breathing it. <laughs> And it's very good for you. I, I recommend it to anybody. Drew's so it's blood, like kind of looks like a, a swirl of uh, mm-hmm. semen and red, like white right. and red. It looks like the load just... cover. Metallica's <laughs> load cover. Is it like what's the consistency of your of your blood? Because I feel like it would make your blood thicker, probably. Yeah, it's right? a slow drip. <laughs> it clots real fast, though. But this okay. must be if you have a wet dream. That must be just like a really sad event for you. Like you've lost some of your. Or power are you in, in control enough that you don't that you don't nut in in your sleep? Well, Drew yeah. is uh, to to not to speak for Drew, but he is also a lucid dreamer. So I would imagine you're not letting okay. yourself come in your dreams. Oh, absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> I powerful. get to, I get myself to the point. Right. So you you, uh, you edge. You get to the. But that absolutely. gives you even more power, right? Like getting exactly. to that edge, and then exactly. And this okay. does not mean that, the, you know, there's no sexual contact or anything. Sure. You know, you can still be with a woman, uh, or with anybody, and yeah. and retain your semen, not ejaculate right. into them. Just keep inside you. Just tell them that you're you're doing this. Uh, you ejaculate into yourself. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Just, does I'm it, not, like, how close do you, like, how close do you get, like, on, on the edge? Like, does it, is it, like, going down the, the highway? You oh, know what absolutely. I mean? Like, is yeah, it, right to yeah. the tip. We take it right to the tip. <laughs> And then, like, suck it back in? Yeah, to the tip and back. It's okay. like it's like hawking a loogie over a building and sucking it back out. When you do that drip <laughs> Okay. It takes right. a lot of Kegel exercise, but uh, it's worth it. Now, um, in terms of, like, are there, like, physical changes? Like, the, does does it affect, like, what your, your balls would look like, yeah. maybe, or... They well, get your bigger, voice gets or? deeper is the, the most obvious one. Okay. But yeah, your balls, I, I have noticed that over the last year. Yeah. It's, surprisingly, your balls actually get smaller. <laughs> it's paradoxical because your body becomes so efficient at absorbing the semen from your balls that they just shrivel up and they almost die. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I brought this up before the show, but Dan, do you have the picture of, uh, of Mikey Miles? I'd, so I'd like Drew oh to God. take a look at this picture. <laughs> and I don't know if you can zoom in on uh, on his his balls. Maybe or... Drew will be able to tell if he's been retaining or not. Oh, yeah, I was wow. going to ask because they're no. very they're very long and very big, and yeah. and I'm just curious what do you think is going like he's he's clearly not retaining. Is this a creep no. pic of him? Is this no? <laughs> this was this was from his video, his striptease video, and he like goes behind uh, like a mirror to change, but then it's just like balls are just like out and they're huge. He's been playing. He plays with those things all the time, all day long. <laughs> I mean, I don't blame him. They're 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 massive. <laughs> they're there. You almost where, have to. It's where, like reading uh, the rings on a tree stump. Drew can read the. <laughs> I, can, I can tell. Tell how many times he's jacked off in a week just by looking at his balls. He's he's, he's jacked off at least uh, uh, fourteen times. Wow. Oh my god. Yeah, okay. This week. Um. So the, the other thing I'd, I I want to ask you is is where because maybe some of our listeners want to get into this or maybe some of even the hosts of the show potentially. I'm not going to name names here, but mm-hmm. if you were going to get into semen retention, where would you start? I, YouTube is a good place. Just type in semen retention. Uh, there's some good uh, Twitter accounts. Um, Rapid for safety. Well, you guys are my, also talking about a wiki. I feel like that's got to be. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. sure a there's got to be a retention wiki. I, yeah. I I mostly just go from you know. Um, you pretty just, much just start at the dick. I think. 
Yeah, really, all you right. have to do is not come. It's a simple. No, you don't as that. need a wiki for that. <laughs> okay. just, don't, just don't do it. Okay. All right, John, are you interested in trying this? No. Um, that could like be one of your guys' Patreon tiers. I know you have. This like, isn't pretty... really for me. I mean, oh, yeah. you know, I I sort of you know the listeners have probably noticed that during the, this whole sort of segment of the show, <laughs> Stefan, you're the one who's been kind of like running the segment, like asking yeah. the questions and stuff, and I think it's. Yeah, the table really a surprise a the bit. direction yeah. the, the the show takes when you're when you're sort of in charge <laughs> well, as it were. It's great. I, I love it. I think yeah. you know you accurately surmised earlier that you're about the fifth host of the show, so maybe yeah. it's time to let number two uh, get back in here and take over Shitting. a little bit because it's getting a little. No, okay. no, I'm number two. We said okay. jacking off is number one. You're not that well, bad. Come two. on. Well, look. Speaking <laughs> of, speaking of, I mean, jacking off and, and then coming or not coming, but if you do come when you jack off, maybe you do it into into a sock. I did want to bring up Ed the Sock. Oh, that's, that's a good right. segue, actually. A, okay, that was showing a little bit of your host skill right there. I'm just flexing the muscle, you know? Yeah, that was good. Um, Dan, can you take that picture off there? I don't <laughs> want to look at it anymore. I mean, Stefan's allowed to keep his up, but I'm not. Well, yeah, I don't have his it's balls just of out. his face. It's not his fucking dick and balls. All right, well, Thank you. Dan, I give you permission to put a worse picture up if you No, mind. don't do that. Um... Yeah, I mean, you, you guys have, have had run-ins with, with Ed the Sock before. Uh, we were discussing this before we started recording. Uh, Drew, you had him on uh, Well, your, we should talk show. about, just I in mean, case a listener doesn't know oh, who Ed the Sock is. Yes, maybe, maybe you guys in. want to explain who Ed the Sock is to Because we have American listeners who maybe don't know who he is. Yeah, we've brought maybe him up on the show before, but I feel is, like, you know, so. new listeners or maybe, you know, it's always good to have so, a refresher on Ed the Sock or yeah. a Canadian cultural like the, icon. The, the way I explain in like one sentence, if someone asked me to explain it, I would say he's like Canada's version of Triumph the Insult comic dog, but there's so much more to it than that. Yeah, he predated like, mm-hmm. Triumph by like a decade. That's uh, yeah. He, I God. think he loves to bring that up all the time. Like mm-hmm. he hates he when people yeah. compare him to Triumph. But uh, he, yeah, he was like popular on Much Music, which is like Canadian MTV, yeah. kind of in the golden era of Much Music. And then I don't know. We I think we all just thought probably the guy stopped putting his hand in a sock and just yeah. maybe bought a house or, you know, moved on, became a, got a job or something. Yeah. But it turns out he's been here all along and he's on the internet. And uh, instead of introducing kind of like uh, moist music videos or whatever he would have done back then, now he's just like a very, very annoying hardcore centrist on Twitter. Who <laughs> yeah. Like, just constantly like, like Nardwar is on Twitter. Like he's still doing his thing, you know, mm-hmm. he's just doing the, the, he's still doing his interviews, you know, whatever. And like Ed the Sock has just like pivoted away from, cause he, he would just like roast music videos on, yeah. on it was fromage. I think was, was that his fromage show? Was yeah, his end of year was the, was the big end of year. You know, it was kind yeah. of a, I would say very like, uh, he was very Beavis and Butthead inspired as well. I would say mm-hmm. like he did, yeah. he, I think he had a show where he would watch music videos and be like, ah, look at this, look at this fucking loser in the video, you know, or whatever. And that was, yeah. wait, are you of, at the song? Yeah. That's a, <laughs> holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> when, when, when Stephen Kersner dies at the, the real Ed the sock, you should take over. Yeah. He should like be Kermit. They keep handing off Kermit. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. imagining the, the like Ed the sock on auditions, just like 30 guys in a row. Like, he was, uh, he was in, uh, there was a Frank D'Angelo movie we watched on, on like off Kings where, I forget what it's called. I think it's the joke thief is what it's called. And it's a Frank D'Angelo plays a stand-up comedian uh, and they're doing like 
a nationally broadcast show from like Frank D'Angelo's restaurant, like basement. Uh, and he's got to like do like one last show and tell like one last joke. And he's like the funniest comedian of all time, but he stole a joke back in the day and kind of went into retirement for like 10 years. And now he's back for like one last big score. And then like he gets on stage and tells just like, like vaudeville, like street jokes. It's really <laughs> funny. But Ed the Sock is in that. So there's like a bunch of Frank's like comedy friends, like Canadian comedy friends in that. Um, and there's, and basically what the movie is, is it's, uh, Frank taking an Uber ride from, uh, his, his house to the show, uh, for like the entire movie. And it's like intercut with like what's happening at the show. And so it'll just cut to like Ed the sock doing like a tight five. And it's so fucking bad. Uh, if you guys haven't seen it, I think it's on, it might be on prime. Uh, it's, it's incredible, but the joke I mean, thief. What, yeah, like that's just in, a good uh, segue for this episode too. We'll come back to the joke thief later. I that's think. right. I'm I'm very excited for for the block. Yeah, um, but you guys have had some interactions with that the sock. Is that right? Yeah, we like have. it just it seems like everyone like he basically not only has he kept going and kind of kept the same tone of like roasting everything, but he's applied that to being just kind of the most fucking annoying kind of poster that could ever exist. And so he's yeah. like posting as a sock, pretending to be a sock, but like even in the last week he was posting some shit about like, we don't need to hear Ed the sock commenting on how, you know, his opinion that, that people shouldn't be so supportive of Palestine or whatever. Like, I don't want to hear Ed <laughs> the sock talking about that shit, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's like not the best, uh, but I don't remember why we did it, but uh, I, I, I started a podcast where I was interviewing people and, yeah. and just I Drew's think, show. Or is it called right. Just Drew's show or Just Drew show? I think you did it differently every it time. It might have changed. It might have changed every week. <laughs> that sounds on brand. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> for one week it was called the Taint Punchers podcast, <laughs> and then we got away from that. Oh, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. We're gonna, we're, we're gonna do an episode on taint taint punching. Um, <laughs> I started a podcast, and I think Josiah just thought it would be funny to see me interact with Ed the Sock. Um, so Josiah contacted him, and it was a very long. Pro, it took about, uh, I think, three weeks to get him to do it. Like I kept because that's the. I think that's anyone who has a blue check should use it for things like this. That's yeah. why you have a blue check is to get Ed the Sock on Just Drew's show, not for any other reason, really. No. I to think, um, but so I, yeah, I messaged him, and it was like. You know, my friend, because the, the thing about Just Drew's show is that Drew is Canada's host, was kind of your thing you were yeah. trying to become Canada's right. host. And not trying, I mean, you are Canada's host. I in am my Canada's opinion. host. Of course, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so I was like, my friend, he really wants to be a host. He's really interested in learning how to host. Can you give him some pointers on how to host? And of course, that activated uh, Stephen Kersner's ego that he that someone would want advice from the great Ed the Sock. But <laughs> right. it was like it was honestly like weeks and every time the time would roll that he was supposed to talk to Drew, he Drew would be Skyping him and he, and then like hours later he'd message me. Like I was just became a middleman the whole time. <laughs> and he'd message me and be like, I just got a new phone and uh, my interview my internet's not working. I can't figure any of this. I can't figure out Skype. I got locked out. Like it, it took forever. But uh, yeah and then he so he did that a couple times and then one time he was late like 10 minutes and said he could still do it and we were like no i can't can't do it now it's just 10 minutes late <laughs> so we kind of big time them there but we eventually got him on and uh it was it was great i think uh like me and ed got along really well we both learned a little something from one yeah. another i think yeah i learned how big a piece of shit he is 
<laughs> which I, I mean, I already knew that, but got a little closer look at look at the man himself because he, he was sort of himself, he was sort I of suppose. like rude to you, you could say. Right? Yeah, he he kind of insulted my hosting skills, you know. Sure. Yeah, um, and then like after the show, he was like tweeting about about the experience, yeah, and he, didn't he was seem saying it was one of the it. strangest experiences of his life. And, <laughs> and then all, all, the, all the replies, all the replies were like, "I that was I've heard like unprofessional interviewers before, but this was, I mean, <laughs> yeah." To like one, zoom out to like zoom out a little bit. Honestly, my favorite thing about it is that Drew obviously pulled a fast one on Ed the Sock, but he but Ed the Sock thought he was being subversive the whole time, and yeah. he thought that he was like making fun of this shitty house. So it was like in for his like Gen X followers, it was their own kind of perfect dunk. But then obviously yeah. the truth is a different thing. So right? It's, yeah, it's beautiful. It's balance. Did he yeah. when he came on the Skype? What did he have the sock puppet on his hand, or did he not even put the video on? Or what? Yeah, was we the... just did audio. Okay, because uh, yeah. that would have been also <laughs> extremely funny if it was just like a two way Skype call and he comes on video with the sock. <laughs> He's out of frame and he has the sock puppet in the, in th- the camera. I just think it would be so strange to actually talk to him and like have the actual person there doing the Ed the Sock voice. Yeah, that would be that would be even weirder to me. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, yeah, that's like that I was put- saying to you guys before we recorded. Like, I did the Winnipeg Comedy Festival and he was just there. Yeah, and like. It was just weird. Like he just—he's like I'm Ed the Sock. Like what do you mean? <laughs> you're like he's like, well, I'm Steve, but like also I'm Ed the Sock. And you're like, okay, like it's just it such a. And he does like he was doing live shows with I guess the woman that is his wife or girlfriend or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, who's also kind of a weirdo. And so they were doing this like. I guess she was a stand-up or is a stand-up. So like she was, she sort of did her like own set first and then he, cause they were doing the dirty show at the Winnipeg comedy festival. So they were like the, so they were kind of hosting it and then they just had this like inexplicable, like fireplace built on stage, like this very fake Mm. looking fireplace. And then Ed would like pop up from behind (laughs) the fireplace. And like, I don't know, there's just something about it where like I was, obviously at the festival so i was watching from the side of the stage so you could just like see the guy and there's just something about it that's just such a weird like you just see the guy with his hand Is he just like was he the... sitting or was he like crouched down no he's crouched knees? he was like crouched oh. down and just like po- poking it's the... also it's also very that. funny to to choose as your like barrier something that you like normally just like can't get behind yeah, like it's a fireplace yes. that's like up against a wall. Like, yeah, it was a really a shitty show. set. Like, I don't know why they decided that that was like the thing that he needed to be behind. But yeah, it was oh just this God. like very it, and it was just such a weird dynamic because she was like teeing him up. But he's like not funny. Like He's only fu- it's like Saturday Night Live. It's like he was funny when we were 12 because it mm. felt like a like you say, Josiah, like kind of a. It was like a he felt oh, it's subversive. A puppet, it's a puppet being mean and smoking yeah, a cigar. Like, oh, oh yeah. whoa, whoa, he hates. Wow. He really hates Britney Spears. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, and you're like, cool. Well, that's, uh, yeah. And now he hates Drew. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He still follows me. I keep re- like tweeting him, saying awful things about him. <laughs> he follows fourteen thousand people. He, he, I don't know. He just does he does he still get into it with you on online at all? Or is no, he, he just of... ignores me. He must be having me muted. Yeah. Very yeah. I wonder if he follows me if he follows I mean I've I think uh like know. last year or two years ago whenever it was whenever the Justin Trudeau blackface thing came out I Ed just the remember Sock follows me dudes. Oh wow. wow. Okay. 
I do remember 40,000. 40,000 people. Yeah, okay, not 14. I got to see if he follows me. I mean, if he doesn't yeah. follow me, I'm going to actually be really fucking He doesn't follow on. me, and we've worked together. So that's <laughs> well, I, I would unfollow you if I got the chance. <laughs> Let's see. Ed the Sock does follow me. Okay, so we're, we're this good. Is but, the, this is Ed the Sock's latest retweet. Fun fact. Exactly zero people have become racist after looking at a chart. Data isn't racist. Racists <laughs> use whatever they can to reinforce their positions. And then right, bef- got, right before got, that, his last original tweet was, uh, "Modoc was a great premise, poorly executed. Hashtag missed opportunity. So he's got oh, some no. thoughts. On he's got some thoughts on that. Oh, he also has some show. thoughts on aha sparkling water. <laughs> the tweet below that is just, and I don't even understand what this means. Well, John, it's a, it's a music reference. Take on me. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's even worse. That's, that's pretty good. It, the yeah. joke is so bad, I didn't get it. It's aha sparkling water, and he wrote, Should I take it on? Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I want to see the replies to this. That is. He's, I mean, his posting is just, it's so funny imagining Ed the Sock actually saying, because, like, that's what you were saying, right? Is that it's, He's, I mean, he's lost not to, you know, go back and be like, I miss the original Ed the Sock, but he has sort of lost the Ed the Sock voice because he's just posted like, we have become a culture motivated by emotion over reason, hypnotically led to be triggered by pictures that create an emotional response, overriding any desire to look into the what, why, and where. Pictures are no longer worth a, a thousand words. They replace the words. Yeah. That's just a guy. That's not it. That's not a character. That's not Ed the Sock character. It's just like your fucking uncle or something. Yeah. yeah. Not like, it would be more accurate if all of his tweets were just looked like someone had tried typing on a keyboard while wearing a sock. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i mean he could, I, he could do a shtick to to like uh uh new artists yeah that's I, true you know that's the but, thing uh, like that seems like a missed opportunity right like yeah, bring that back it's possible he yeah. is doing that on his patreon and and we just don't know it but yeah, we uh, gotta pay the creators to really i don't think we should be even have have an opinion on him without paying him on patreon, absolutely really. yeah that's i mean not really fair he has it's one true. post this year and it was on january 1st and it says Happy New Year. So, um, yeah, well, I don't doing know. doing a lot of retweeting of Deborah Messing, uh, who is obviously. <laughs> Jesus, that's always a good sign. That's, that's all happening. you need to know. That's yeah. all you need to know. I, he also, ah, he, uh, the, he, he, I guess because uh, it was an ad, the Lollapalooza lineup was announced this week and Limp Biscuit is on it. Yeah. And he made two different jokes about it in are within they, they 24 good? hours no he just wrote hashtag limb biscuit is trending just when i thought this week couldn't get any worse and then uh it was like not even uh like three hours later can, can i guess what the next post was sure so this is limp, like yeah limb so biscuit trending on twitter i didn't have this on my 2021 bingo card which i can't <laughs> fill out because i'm a sock i don't have arms either so i had nothing on my bingo card that's maybe a two-part tweet <laughs> Yeah, so it was actually it was super close to that. Uh, you should okay. ghostwrite for him. Yeah, <laughs> I would fucking yeah. love that. Oh my god! I used to play bingo. I would dab the squares with my lit cigars. <laughs> Hashtag bingo time. Hashtag old bitches. You know, or whatever he would say. Uh, no, he said Palestine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag Deborah Messing was right. Uh, but he no he, he he wrote Hashtag Limp Biscuit is still trending. Say a prayer for us all. Oh so, wow. wow! So it's not even a same, re- it's not even a reference or a joke. It's just no. like babble, really. Yeah. 
really good. Oh my god, uh, I love it. This is really great stuff. He's also his his uh, he's got in his bio here the new music nation a new online music channel with the spirit of classic much music indiegogo on now let's go which i mean that's got to be really truly sad stuff would anyone would anyone like to met their fundraising goals it's going to be planning new content to start in june and july i feel like five vjs apparently they're probably just going to be like premiering new music videos from wide mouth mason and big sugar <laughs> like, you know, all the bands that you're like they still exist oh my yeah. god <laughs> hashtag the tea party is still trending and it's about the band for once <laughs> uh would you like to guess when his second most recent post on patreon was so uh the most recent one january 1st 2021 this is happy new year uh and it's it's locked uh although you can see part of it how it's many donors ha- does he have stefan uh, it does not say how oh, many donors. So it probably hidden. a lot. Ooh. Yeah, I think also, if, if it's gonna, hidden, you have a lot. I'm yeah. going to abstain from the challenge because I did see earlier, and it is very okay. funny. So hidden, okay. I would say, I would say hidden is one of two things. It's either a lot or or like a very little. Yes. So Those are his, the only options. So I'm guessing most, it's option number two. His his <laughs> yeah. most recent post, and I'll read the preview of it. Uh, Happy New Year to all of you, members of Generation Sock. That's a new term I coined. It covers the young boomers, older millennials, and then it it cuts off there. So you have to pay to read the rest of it. But that was on January first, 2021, at 3:16 p.m. When was his uh, second most recent post? What do you think? I'm gonna say November 2020. Okay, John. Um, I'll go with. Um, I'll go with July 1st, 2020 for Canada Day. Uh, no, the answer is October 25th, 2019. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so he's sort of fallen off a little bit. But oh, uh, yeah, come on. Ed, That's get it wild. Together. <laughs> you know, what's always really funny, too, is like I've talked about this before, I think on the show, if not on the show, then certainly on Twitter, where like sometimes we'll get exit surveys from Patreon where people are like block party didn't uh provide the content like one of the options you can choose when you uh unsubscribe it's just like in a drop down menu and one of them is like they didn't uh, give me the benefits or the rewards i expected and like we have had a patreon for almost 3 years we have never ever in the entire time missed a bonus episode like we've always said whatever number of bonus episodes we've said we're going to do we've always done it we've never not done it we've always sent out a t-shirt to everybody who's supposed to get one we've never missed and people will still check that box and then i see other patreons where it's like one update a year and people are just still donating and i'm like shut the fuck up we're doing the thing you know it's it's so funny to me i'm like what benefits were you expecting we lay it out very clearly what you're describing is just making ed the sock seem more alpha to me right honestly it is yeah the other thing is like i don't know how long he's like posting videos on there the videos could be like 24 hours long yeah that's true he's getting like a year's worth of content out from one (laughs) post (laughs) (laughs) that's what we should do actually that would be way what what a better idea that is we just do all our bonus episodes in one day i like that i think that's worth a try idea yeah 
We put out a yeah. bonus episode in November and we're like, well, so that's my New Year's Eve of, was crazy. <laughs> one of our only uh, Patreon things on our on the Globe Help Patreon is that we give everybody a special personalized cameo style video Ooh. every month. But we have okay. too many subscribers now. So <laughs> last month we did like a fe- it was literally a feature length film that's on Vimeo. Uh, that's us. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like an hour and a half <laughs> of us just thanking people. <laughs> And people watched uh, it. That's the worst part. Uh, yeah. it, is it? <laughs> That's a nice problem to have, though. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I guess. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Yeah, we, we were considering doing that for a bit. I recorded a few and sent them out. But then it was like, it was weird because we, we did it through this app called Bonjoro, where you, you it's like kind of, it's sort of like Cameo where you, you, but you can just like, the person doesn't have to have the app or anything. You just record it on the app and then it emails them and that's they're like insane. connected to Patreon. So we can yeah. get all of our new patrons oh, like see, listed that's... in the app and you can just like rip them off like one by one. Oh, that's so for smarter. a while, Stefan and I were just trying it out. We were like, okay, because they emailed us and they were like, hey, you should try out this like our service or whatever. You, they gave us like a couple months for free. So I was like, okay, so we I just tried it out for the free months and then like no one ever responded or like said anything and I was like, are people even getting these? I don't think people <laughs> well, know what it is. Yeah. Like it yeah. probably goes to their spam folder I mean, or something. Our, and then- our method was that we would just do a one minute video and not at the person, but just do a thread. So there was like a few, if you scroll back on the Google page, there's a few like 45 tweet threads <laughs> with videos that have no caption uh, yeah. and people would just have to watch them and find their name to be yeah. happy. <laughs> very friendly. Yeah. <laughs> That's much more fun that's much more fun than than getting an app called bonjoro i would say and uh, (laughs) speaking of bonjoro let's say hello to our social media updates what a good segue boy was it smooth stefan and john are gonna bring you the news prepare for a feast of rarefied tapes terrible tweets from verified greats they'll bring their personal feed to you with an update on their social 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 media great that was good thank you i don't even know if bonjoro is means hello in a language like obviously bonjour is hello in french so i'm just i'm you know i'm just guessing it's close enough i I think yeah Yeah. you know what i think it's got to be hello in some language yeah that's what i'm assuming right uh guys we'll we'll you know like we said this we don't often have two guests on the show but this is exciting it just means double the social media updates from our guest uh do you guys have a preference of which one of you wants to go first um, I can go first. All right, Drew, you're in. Go ahead. So uh, about a year ago, the Baby Yoda dolls came out. <laughs> uh, and a lot of people bought Baby Yoda dolls yeah. uh, and started Instagram accounts as if the Baby Yoda doll is actually running the Instagram account. Sure. So oh, yeah. this month, the month of really April, May, June has been filled with Baby Yoda birthdays. Um, lots of big, elaborate birthday posts. So I have one post here. This is a post from um, Zamis. Uh, well, the family is Zamis, uh, <coughs> Zamis, Enzo, Azeo, Trezio, and um, so people are. So wait, can I just interrupt for a sec? So people are buying these baby Yoda dolls, and then are they? Yeah. They're sort of treating it like it's a pet Instagram. They, almost. Well, they also, like yeah. they, also, they give them legs okay. too, right? Yeah, they, yeah, they, they, they give like them legs, right? Arms. They have pants. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they okay. have pants, full full clothing. 
I see. Um, so they so kind of just like, do a sort of like, ooh, like uh, me wake up this morning and eat toast or whatever. Like, is yeah, that the ex- whole sort of, yeah. Exactly. So this toast is a... me or I don't even know how to do the Yoda thing. Anyway, go yeah, ahead. Yeah. So, what so, you're doing is really offensive to Star Wars fans. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll, read a, I'll read a post in, in, the, in the baby Yoda voice. They don't talk like Yoda. They, t- they, t- they type in a certain way. But this is sure. a birthday post from Zam, Senzo, Izeo, Trizio. Uh, and, and those are all those are all baby Yodas. They in, are in this family. Is, that's right. And this okay. is a happy birthday post for Cody, TC, Auntie Meg, and Mommy Tex, Mommy Gogglers. Congratulations, baby Yoda family, the J Boys. Hey friends, Zam is here <laughs> with my brothers and baby sister. We dressed up as our favorite Disney character, Mickey Mouse. We watched 101 Dalmatians. We love puppies. We like to make a big special birthday announcement greetings to our friends in the Baby Yoda community. We wish our birthday friends a lifetime of happiness, love, magical moments, big huggies, and yum nuggies. That's chicken nuggets. We appreciate you all, and we love you all from the bottoms of our hearts. Enjoy your birthday week. We bought you balloons, Minnie Mouse cupcakes, and soda, many flavors, and comes in Mickey Mouse soda pop can. Happy first birthday, to awesome Cody. Happy birthday to lovely mommy Tex. Happy first birthday to amazing TC. Happy birthday to beautiful Auntie Megan. Happy birthday to Goggler, to Goggler's mommy. We love you. A special big congratulations, awesome friends for amazing followers. Shout out to J Boys. Shout out to, to, to J Boys is so funny. Shout out to the Baby Yoda family. And hashtag Blur Stay with Baby Yoda, hashtag Zamasr2, hashtag EnzoR2, hashtag Azeor2, hashtag TrizioR2, hashtag Baby Grogu, hashtag Baby Yoda, hashtag Grogu, hashtag This Is The Way, hashtag Matt The Mandalorian, etc. Oh my God. So that's, yeah, we've, I've got a whole month of these coming and I'm, I'm like not. <laughs> Jesus. Is Drew, it, also, how many followers does this account have? Um... 2088. Oh my God. Yeah. And this is on Instagram? <laughs> it is, yeah. Is yeah. For? Um, it's, it's for, for me. Drew. <laughs> <laughs> Drew, Drew used the GlobeHell account on Instagram to follow all of these accounts. And it actually, I, I've never told you this, Drew. I get push notifications for some reason with updates about Blurstick to Baby Yoda. That's so. great. Happy birthday or whatever. Now, yeah, uh, so, so Drew, like, I, I've seen, like, obviously, like, you, you retweet this or or you'll you'll post like screen grabs from from the instagram posts all the time um i'm very familiar with with all the baby yoda stuff was it a huge deal when they revealed baby yoda's name uh as as grogu was that what did that kind of cause shockwaves in the in the community yeah i'd say generally that it was accepted um okay. there were a lot of people generally. who were not yeah who were not okay. happy about it but i think i think with the instagram community most people really kind of just went with it Okay. There's a lot of pushback. Do those right. Instagrammers even care about like the show or the lore anymore? Though I feel like their own characters are. Yeah, it's really like... it's really gone its own own direction. <laughs> it, yeah. it's, it's completely set for, separate from Yoda. I mean, these guys live on the earth. They don't talk like Yoda. They eat <laughs> yeah. regular food. They're just they like love children. chicken nuggets. They're basically None... yeah, children. Yeah. Mis- very mischievous children. Yeah. Now this is it's sort of similar to those like British teddy bear role play accounts. Yeah, very similar. Uh, and they, they talk in, in the same way. Has there ever been any crossover between those two? I don't think so. 
No. Okay. I've never but, seen, I mean, I'd love what, that'd, that'd, that'd be, be great. so funny. Yeah. Uh, Henry, oh, Widow Grogu met Henry his best friend yeah. Paddington Bear. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do, you, do you know about Henry the Bear, John? No, why, Stefan? Oh, no, why do you, you bother don't. wasting time asking? I know, that was, we can, do you, you know what Henry the Bear? I mean, bear. Henry the Bear is is a popular, <laughs> it's very popular. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Absolutely, it's basically Mickey Mouse to a certain group of people. Absolutely. Really. Yeah. yeah, but all I'm saying is, I sh- it should be obvious I'm not in that group. Of people. You don't know about you don't know about Tuneful Tuesday. No. no. What is okay? What is this? What's so? This is like well, a, 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 an Instagram account that role plays the life Twitter, of a teddy bear. I, this is more Twitter. Oh, I think. Twitter. Drew, okay. Drew, do you want to explain the the British teddy bear role play stuff? Uh, yeah, it's a. I guess Henry the Bear he speaks very similar to Zamus does. Zamus R two, the baby Yoda. Uh, I always honestly thought that Henry the Bear was Tom. Like until like six months ago, <laughs> I thought that it was Tom the whole time. <laughs> yeah. And he, he, does post like good morning friends that sort of thing i'm not the, i'm yeah. not the most familiar with him i i do know him sure um, yeah you do the voice he, really well yeah well it's from it's the same baby yoda voice not a separate henry voice yeah it's it's very similar to the baby yoda voice yeah i feel I more like but it's a british on... but does it do british things like oh good morning governor. he says Love now <laughs> why does he always say now tis or something what does that is mean that, is that notice i think now tis no. I think it's is that does that mean notice? I mean, he, yeah, it's it's very like the way that the bear writes stuff out. It's very like phonetic and very. Uh, it's like reading Train Spotting, I guess. You you pick mm-hmm. you pick up gotcha. on it after a little while, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he's it, it's very similar. Yeah, train Spotting, it's the same yeah. as Train Spotting, really. Yeah. <laughs> like like Ed the Sock sometimes gets into the political realm. I think I think uh, when the. Uh, Black Lives Matters protests were happening. He was posting about All Lives Matters. Oh, Henry the Bear. Oh no, yeah. oh, Jesus Christ! Yeah. <laughs> I heard that. I heard that Henry was pro Brexit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I I want to say he actually did post something about Brexit and and did post Brexit, but that could that could actually be Tom uh, faking it. Now, Drew, have you ever interacted? Uh, directly with the the bit like have you gotten into like a back and forth with mm-hmm. the baby Yoda accounts ever I have I've gotten into a little bit of a, a back and forth with uh, Nuggy who is <laughs> <laughs> who is an Italian Italian baby Yoda um, and they were doing a big they were doing a big collage of different baby Yoda accounts and I asked if I could be included he said they weren't he was bad at drawing humans um so i said okay put me in as a little kitten and so he drew me into the closet and i I wish i had it prepared but i don't um i could maybe look back and find it oh my god that's very that's very pleasant that's a nice uh that's a nice back and forth with yeah that's that's good yeah Yeah. okay josiah what's going on on your social media so i'm it sounds really pretentious but i'm starting to feel like Social media to me is becoming like a weekly art practice. There's certain things that I do every day, basically. Uh, that's part of my weekly practice. Like, for example, last time I was on, I was telling you guys about the mommy Facebook groups that I'm in. Well, yes. every day my cat wakes me up when the sun comes up. And so I'll be laying in bed for a couple hours and I'll just kind of dig deep into all those mommy Facebook groups uh, and I'll save dozens of memes every single day. I'll join like another half dozen to dozen groups. I'm just constantly trying to see how far I can take the algorithm. Um, and so that's my daily practice then. And then I was just thinking, cause today's Sunday, 
something that happens every Sunday. I'm just going to put it in our chat here. Uh, something that happens every Sunday that is literally how I know that it's Sunday is that uh, <laughs> TMZ posts the celebrity scramble post that I retweet every week. Um, and basically, it's just kind of the most fucked up thing I've ever seen. Like, I don't know why they make them like, I don't what? understand the point of this, but there's like, does there's probably like a hundred of these different celebrities that TMZ posts as a celebrity scram- scramble. And I never click through, but I retweet. I always get that little thing being like, uh, do you want to read the article before you retweet this? And I click no, obviously. <laughs> cause I, I mean, I do wonder what the copy would be on this. Well, but. I, so I just click through cause it's, it's, very obviously Elon Musk. Like you can just yeah, tell it's Elon last Musk. last week's one. Mm-hmm. But, but the clues are so, I mean, let me just read the clues to you guys and, and see if you can figure out if it's Elon Musk. Uh, hidden within this stretched out snap is a businessman known for making headlines. This father of seven has made waves as the founder of SpaceX and the CEO of <laughs> Tesla Motors. <laughs> Aside from his business ventures, this famous fellow has even guest starred as himself on a number of shows such as The Big Bang Theory, South Park, Rick and Morty, and even recently hosted Saturday Night Live. Use the clues above and take one more look at the photo before putting your celeb <laughs> skills to the test. See if you have what it takes to uncover which celeb is hiding in this warped photo. I mean, it's really, it really is more of a visual thing to explain like how fucking unhinged these illustrations are. Like, and I all don't the clues how- they make it so easy. Like, it's not even a difficult. <laughs> His last name rhymes with Tusk. Can you yeah. guess which celebrity this is? Who? So, who was it this week? This was this was last week, right? I don't know who it is. I, I mean, it's the first. It's the second one that I've pasted in here. I, I have no idea. Who do you think that is? It's. Uh, Okay. Oh, look, look at his this. eyes look like buttholes. The Best second one here? sketch comedy. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, it's uh, it's clearly Keenan Thompson. Yeah, I was gonna say that looks like. Oh uh, yeah, that's okay. a fucked up illustration. <laughs> this <laughs> famous fella got his big start on Nickelodeon and started a number of yeah. their projects, including a sketch show for kids and a burger based comedy. <laughs> <laughs> burger based. <laughs> this guy got his start on a Nickelodeon show called Keenan and Cal. Can you <laughs> guess who it is? I think what really fucks me up, though, is like it kind of looks like somebody just went ham with the stretch and blur filter in Photoshop. But at the same time, there is like an artistry to it that is like carefully kind of like I feel like it just it is a piece of art in and of its own. And it really really what fucks Mm -hmm. me up. So every Sunday morning, I'm just kind of look at this. I think, oh, yeah, it's Sunday today. The the last one you posted is is Will Ferrell. But the one the thing I like about this is that they've added like a caption to the tweet. And it's what in the world? Question mark, exclamation point. Well, like you guys made this. You shouldn't be surprised by it. What the heck? This is, I I was looking in the, some of the replies are unreal. Uh, That's a big, (laughs) a big one. This one I found. Someone just tweeted Elon Hussein Mosk. And then then their name is Classic Sam with a K in classic. And I looked at their profile and it doesn't seem like it could be a real guy, but it is. <laughs> I, th- I think it's real. His bio is, if you ain't racist, let me know because I'll follow you. Um, and then <laughs> almost all of his tweets are just retweeting Rex Chapman and uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Is and, Eric, uh, Eric Alper in there? Uh, he, I haven't seen an Alper yet, but he's got, he just retweeted this, this men's humor. <laughs> oh my God. The verified men's humor account that's still around. Yeah, he tweeted. He retweeted <sighs> men's humor because it's just a picture of Madagascar, 
And it's so it's like a meme. So it's got an outline of Madagascar, and then one of it is red with a, a mad emoji, and it says Madagascar. Oh boy! And then on the right, it's got a happy emoji, and it says Gladagascar. <laughs> Let's go! And then I love that. men's That's humor, men's humor posted that, and they wrote Elon Musk mad at gas car. Oh, that's pretty good. Wow. That's that's what Sam retweeted. He loves that. That's fun. I like that. That's good. Wow. He does. He's like, he's retweeting a lot of Joe Biden. Okay. Loves Rex Chapman. Gotta get the word out. Oh, this is good. Uh, (laughs) I love that. You know what's funny is this is just like 99% of like everyone. I know. I know. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know what he expected to happen here, but this is, he only has 22 followers. Hey, hashtag proud boys. I wonder what you are really proud of. I mean, what exactly is your contribution to society? Enlighten me, please. I will wait. Hell yeah. He's still waiting, I guess. They didn't get still waiting. Yeah, that was on January 7th and no one's responded. Okay. But see the kind of conversations the celebrity scramble can start. I mean, that's what good. (laughs) That's what great art does, really. So true. Multiple guesses Uh, for Dr. Fauci underneath the uh, Will Ferrell. I I saw that. Yeah. There's a a really fucked up James Corden one. But the problem is I can't find it on Twitter. I'm just looking through the gallery right now. It's It's just a regular picture of James Corden's face. (laughs) That's what's so fucked up about it. Yeah. Uh, This is my favorite classic Sam tweet. I hope they don't make a portrait of this mofo in the White House because he doesn't deserve one. You're fired. Oh, that was on election day. Yeah, let's go. This Dr. Phil one I just faced is so fucked. <laughs> what program do they use for this? <laughs> this the Doctor uh, Phil one genuinely looks like looks like it would be like a villain in The Incredibles. That's so. Oh my god! They'd call that's, him like Big Head or something. I I love the celebrity scramble. Oh my that's god! Great. It's so good. Holy shit! Um, this is awesome, and it's so, amazing how many people just respond with the correct answer for like days after, like. Hundreds of people have in the replies have already said Dr. Phil. This one is like five days after they posted the celebrity scramble. People are just like Dr. Phil. Like, nailed well, it. It, yep. it is. I mean, yeah, got it. Yeah. yeah. Nice job. Oh boy. Um, so my social media update, I do have a video for this. Uh I, I tweeted this out. Um, this was from Mikey Miles' Instagram story. Uh I'm you guys know who Mikey Miles is. I don't have to explain Mikey Miles to you guys, I don't think. Yeah. But yeah. uh if, if if anyone listening doesn't know who he is, I would be surprised. We've brought him up many times before on the show. Uh, he is much to my from, chagrin. You, you love him. He's just a kid from New York, uh, talented actor. He's got some personal issues going on at any given moment. Uh, he's a very good cook, um, but he posts just a lot of uh, very strange, unhinged videos living in his, uh, you know, SRO in, in, in Brooklyn or wherever it is. Um, and, he posted something on Instagram that I uh, I screen recorded and, and tweeted out, and we can watch it and, and listen to it right now. Um, I just like try and point out every insane thing in this video. Like we'll be here for a long time if, if we do, but it's just it's so ridiculous. Here we go, Dan. <laughs> All right, look what I found in the uh, grocery store: a couple pumpkin seeds. <laughs> <laughs> I heard these are good for you know what. <laughs> you know, oh. I heard they're really good, actually. A lot of vitamins, uh, seven bucks, and the Christine's. I was really surprised they had these, actually. Like, give them a little shake, shake. 
and he might be helping. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't stop smiling. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> to be right now. Uh, everyone enjoys the uh, beautiful weekend and uh, stay as positive as we can. And it's going to be a hot one, so we'll get your shorts. I mean, <laughs> that's insane. That's, there's so much. I mean, I, I think an underrated part of that is him being like so surprised that you can get pumpkin seeds at the grocery store. That was my favorite part of it for yeah. sure. I can't believe they yeah. even had these. Just the joy from it. <laughs> Does he say what an age? Yeah. What did he, he, he says, he says, can, actually, can we, can we go back to that part, Dan? It's, it's about like two thirds of the way in when he when he says, uh, I can't stop smiling. It's great. Here it is. <laughs> what an age. What is that? Then he says a nice age to be like he says what an age, which makes me feel like he's talking about the time period. Right. But then he says it's yeah. a nice age to be right so now. So he's talking about how old he is. How old is he, he is, go. I guess, that he can <laughs> yeah. afford to buy seven dollars worth of pumpkin he's seeds. He's allowed to eat store. as many pumpkin seeds as he wants. <laughs> yeah, he can stay up all night <laughs> eating pumpkin seeds. No one can say no. And then what you know what? It's gonna help them there yeah that part was very confusing so that's sort of heard of pumpkin seeds that's sort of an ongoing question it's (laughs) yeah i mean maybe it's a semen retention thing but that's an ongoing Mm -hmm. thing with with mikey over the past few months uh is he is just like posting very openly and very honestly about his uh erectile dysfunction um and he's trying all of these these natural uh you know healing methods he's been eating a lot of beets which i don't i mean that's not going to help him at all i don't think i mean he's eating healthy stuff to but uh yes he does have a very soft penis i think is, is his problem right now so he's hoping the pumpkin seeds he's gonna eat just like an entire tub of pumpkin seeds in an attempt he, to get hard he needs to look at some porno that look at him hard that would make sense right that that seems like the the obvious solution. he needs but, to get horny yeah, maybe that's maybe that's the problem is he's trying to get a boner without getting horny first, mm-hmm. and th- and that could that could be the case. Um, yeah, he's instead he's getting hyper, and that mm-hmm. he's just getting he has <laughs> kind of like he has like sleepover energy, which is the last time you ever want to get a boner. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what but an age! The, I feel like the, I probably said that at a sleepover once when I was like a yeah, yeah. <laughs> This is the most fun I've ever had. What an age! Uh, what an age. Um, in in the replies to that, uh, Seth Rogen replied to that. Uh, which is just very funny to me that he is now like seen the Mikey Miles video. Does he? he doesn't uh, follow no. you, does he? No, I think someone replied to me uh, about uh, about how insane Mikey Miles was, and then he replied to that person for whatever gotcha. reason. I'm just like, oh, this guy works in finance, probably. I will yeah. tell Seth Rogen if you're listening, Mikey Miles does not have a job right now. If you can believe it, uh, I believe he was a security guard for a little bit. Um, and he would post like he would post about how tired he was for just working like a normal like nine to five job for five days. And I think, I feel like he lost a job within like maybe less than a week for just like not showing up to, to his job. But I'm, I've become obsessed with him like more than usual. I'm on, I'm on the Mikey Miles subreddit. Uh, wow. Wonderful place to check out. Very healthy of me, I think, to be looking into this <laughs> as much as I do. Um, but John, you, have, you usually like a- connect subreddits with uh, mental health like possible mental health. Yeah, yeah exactly yeah for sure um john you you have like an actual like wholesome and nice uh, yeah. social media update which yeah is, this is probably uh this is probably one that a lot of people saw this week because it went 
uh, crazy viral, courtesy of my fiance. Uh, this this tweet got did, over yeah, like that was yeah. one hundred and thirty thousand interactions or something like that. Like it was crazy. It's big. Uh, but yeah, there was this. Um, there was this. There's this band uh, in California uh, called the Linda Lindas, and they're all, I believe, thirteen years old and younger. Uh, they're just a group of, I think, four girls. And they played a free show at the Los Angeles Public Library, and uh, they wrote a song about one of their life experiences. And it is pretty. Josiah and Drew, did you see this? I did. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the best. I mean, this is just like obviously our podcast uh, is terrible and has no redeeming qualities whatsoever. So it's always nice to just have like a two minute oasis in this desert of bullshit. Uh, so Dan, if you want to play the video here, uh, that will be wonderful, and we can all enjoy the the Linda Lindas. Wonderful. Sorry, just give me one sec. Sure, no problem. Dan, we he will. He prioritized the Mikey Miles video. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He had that lock. I mean, that was locked. Yeah. Can you put Mikey Ready Miles balls back on the screen? <laughs> yeah. <that? laughs> he just has a key for that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's on his, uh, yeah, his sample pad. There we go. There just hit B. Yeah. God, they are really long. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's, oh my God. It's very they're interesting. So fucking long. Yeah. It's very interesting. I'm just, I'm just like fascinated by them. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm not. I'll be honest with you. I'm not that fascinated. Like his right, penis is so here. much higher up than his balls. Right? It almost <laughs> looks like it's part of his stomach that's hanging down. His yeah. Penis. It looks like it's attached to his stomach. Dan, I really yeah. wish you had the video more quickly ready. <laughs> I mean, I do have it ready. I was just kind of waiting for you guys. To yeah. No, I'm. Yeah. I mean, okay. I'm ready. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay here we, well, we can. We can get back to the the balls after this. Came up to me and said that his dad told him to stay away from Chinese people. After I told him that I was Chinese, he backed away from me. Eloise and I wrote the song based on that experience. So this is about him and all the other racist, sexist boys in this world. One, two, three, four! And that kid probably yeah, feels great. like a piece of shit. 
Yeah. That song was about Drew, actually. Hey, come on. That song was not about me, Josiah. Oh, man. Oh, man. They go hard. They go hard. I love I it's always it. good when a, when yep. they open a song with a mosh part. It's like so it comes in right away. You just want to get in there and yeah. go go elbow a little kid in the face. You know, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. I love the the line "We rebuild what you destroy," and then the like twelve uh, year old like insult section. Yeah, Poser, jerk face, yeah. riff rap, blockhead. blockhead. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's great. No, great it's stuff. A, it's cool that your fiance that went so viral, and then they the Linda Lindas signed with Epitaph like yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, so they're it's like insane. Yeah, she should be going all to Becca. Really. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. all to Becca. Yeah. And if they don't send us a fucking check, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> I don't think no, that it, it's crazy. Uh, like their bonus is very big. I'm yeah. going to be honest. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's ain't the big leagues. Yeah, whatever. You know, we could just. Uh, well, maybe we'll get the rancid deal, and Madonna can send us some <laughs> nude photos. That's what we're. That's what we're hoping for here. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. Like they're they've they've gained like 150,000 followers on Instagram since that came out and like wow. yeah it was funny. funny i read an i read an article with them and it was very adorable this is from like a year ago or something someone had interviewed them and they were like how do you choose what songs to cover and the lead singer was like well first of all they have to be easy enough for us to play <laughs> <laughs> and that was just like their first thing and i was like oh you're adorable so anyway yeah. the linda lindas congratulations you guys rock uh what a great uh what a great video and a great way to take us into our block tale you tweet you brought receipts blocktail woo no longer can see that post it's a blocktail woo you probably deserved it it's a blocktail all right oh boy. Uh, this is gonna be uh, you know you guys <laughs> I'm so i'm so excited for this you've warned <laughs> us i mean you basically said this is going to be one of the more complicated block tales we've ever had on the show i know you sent dan a video there's a lot yeah, of we've got a moving lot of parts notes. here so i just you know i'll i'll cede the floor to you Take guys and can't wait to see what you have for us so, so i guess you might have gotten the idea so the correct assumption really so far that the globe hell twitter account is very chaotic um i mean when we first when we, when we did the Worldwide Train episode, that was right around the same time that uh, the Twitter user Dave Loach had that train map that was going wild. And somehow right. he started telling people that it was our map from our show. <laughs> so then all these people were like yelling at us and we were just we were just like instant because it's like, you know, I, I run a Twitter for work. And I run the Blink 155, now 155 Twitter. I run like normal Twitters, but Globehell is kind of like a real like sandbox. So all the people getting yeah. mad at us about the train, I would just instantly be like, go fuck yourself and block. I would just like block everyone all the time. Yeah. It's just very chaotic. And then we signed up for the, uh, what's it called? Followers.com or something. So yeah, ever since we know. started the account, every single day, it'll it tweets out automatically if someone unfollowed us or followed us. It's like... <laughs> Just stuff like that uh, yeah. is a real tough. Do you have to follow. do you have to pay for that that service? Or? No, it's I think okay. I think it's one of those things that like normies use and don't realize that it starts automatically tweeting. Like there's always right. like someone you know that has that thing, and we, yeah. we do it on purpose with the yeah. Global account. Um, <laughs> we follow the topics BTS and weird Twitter <laughs> and. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, it's that's pretty much like we do the episodes and we'll post about it once a week. And then the rest of the time is just kind of a free for all. Yeah. Um, and then so 
I guess in was it in January that we started this? Yeah, it was around in January, February. Um, I just kind of and I've always been a huge fan of Cat Williams Farrell. Rest in peace. I, I well, love that account he's, so much. He's back now. Cat Will, Cat Will Farrell too. Oh, good. Okay, I didn't just, realize just that. Just very hard to find because he is shadow banned from like searching for him. So I, I can <laughs> oh, just like send you a link. <laughs> Please do. Yeah, I'll um, post it in the in the chat here. Yeah. So so that was one of the uh, one of the inspirations for this, and also just kind of in general, we just kind of like. I think we just become hyper fixated on things and then just dig and dig and dig and dig and keep going. So anyways, we, we became hyper fixated on like, it's like the people who would have been on Favestar back then, they still exist, but they're yeah. just like more horny and more divorced and more like making like, like kissy faces with their beards. I don't know. Is that how you describe them, Drew? Yeah. And getting more weirdly sexual, um, weirdly yeah. horny. And also just some of them are just like word salad, um, very yeah. similar to some of the uh, Globel tweets where it's just, yeah. it's just, it's just complete nonsense. Um, but like then I, they, they, but they, they think that they're like, like they have kind of the um, self seriousness of being a writer. Like they're, they're right. like, they think that it's their craft that they're, some of them are actually identify themselves as poets or as writers or as comedians. Okay. And the new thing, instead of having Favestar in the bio, they link to their own Twitter page in the bio of their Twitter page, which yes. is how you can tell it's one of these people. Is that where it's like, it's like, uh, cause I've seen people do it where it's like, here's a list of like my best posts. Is it kind of like that? Or is it just to their actual, it, it is links it, it's to the Twitter page and replies like and replies. To- so you can see both. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I guess not retweets maybe. Cause also they retweet like fucking crazy oh my and they God. do like retweet call outs that and the, Drew still participates sometimes with these people to be like, send me your best tweet about athlete's foot or like just like some like terrible prompt, <laughs> like 90s open mic style. Prompt. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like a, a, here's here's an example of, of, a, of a tweet I've got here. Um, no, sorry, I just lost it. Let me grab it again. Um, it's very much like uh, if you remember the Michael Rock who was a fave star guy who then became like a big, like Trump guy. And now he's just like a full all right guy, but he's kind of like an alt right, like fave star guy. And then his wife is on Twitter as the wife rock. I want to say, and I feel like that's something that is maybe common to, to this kind of uh, subgroup of people where they have like couples on there and the couple is called like so-and-so's wife or whatever. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Absolutely. There's a couple accounts. Yeah. Um, Mrs. Dangle. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Dang, Steve Dangle's faithful wife. Oh, yeah. Boy, he's still doing that. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. He's, yes, he is. He is. <laughs> well, here's an example of like a word salad post. The, the irony of sitting in a bar writing comedy and a newscast comes on on with the first person to put in my head being interviewed. Read it again. The irony of sitting in a bar <laughs> writing comedy and a newscast comes on with the first person to put in my head being interviewed. What? <laughs> now, can you attempt to explain that to us? I can't. What I think they're saying is that they were writing jokes in a bar mm-hmm. about Trump, probably. And then oh. the first news item on the TV was Trump. So it's like, oh, well, yeah, look at this. Right. I was yeah. writing jokes about this guy and now he's on the fucking news. I yeah. think you're right. It's just like that seems right. Worded like incorrectly. Oh, and, it's like, yeah, it yeah. makes no sense. And there is also no irony in that situation whatsoever. No. Yeah. So, so it's so, it, it started off with us like loving those people. And then I'm trying to find our notes here. There was somewhere that 
I, I started like participate. So I started following them on retweeting them all like crazy. And then I started participating in there. Like they'd still do follow Friday, but it's like follow whatever. And they also all love like titty Tuesday or something. Oh, or like absolutely. they have like a different hump day. day. Hump day is yeah. for asses. Yes. It's, yeah. They have all these <laughs> Sexy like. Sexy Sunday. <laughs> But it's all okay. just like like receptionists and stuff who are like just you know, it's just like it's like normie forty to fifty year olds who are just right. on Twitter like 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 I think I'm addicted to the internet. These people are just constantly on there. Um and they'll do like follow Friday with like fifty-five accounts and it's always called like the daddy's da- the daddy's dilemma or like I don't the know. Bearded like, one. The bearded <laughs> yeah, it's always about being bearded or being a daddy or uh being like a mama and all that kind of stuff. And so Kind of, I started like I did. Uh, what I think how it first started was I did. I copied and pasted one of their follow back posts, and I wrote like follow follow Friday on a Tuesday, and I tagged all those people, and then they all were like, oh, I guess it's not actually Friday, but I'll take it or whatever. Like they all start, and then they all followed us back, and so then we were getting mutuals, and I was like, fuck, we need to become like titans in this field. Yeah. And so and we, we were started, getting a lot of them following us. Like, yeah, like we got a lot of them to follow back. Like I would say like probably 25 of them followed us back that week. Okay. Um, and then we started trying to write in their voice. I, I can't even find an example of one of the ones we wrote in that, in that, oh, maybe, oh no, I wrote in our notes, original tweets in that style and then I couldn't find any of them. So yeah. I can't find them, but we were trying some of them. And then I just started like, you know, res- respect to Cat Will Ferrell. I started just copying and pasting them all like right. crazy. I did like 20 of them. So here's an example of one that I copied and pasted is my kids have started removing one letter of bad words so they can call each other names and not get in trouble. So I've decided to add one digit to the Wi-Fi password until they can be nice to each other. Your move, itches. Uh, oh, and then of, sort of a reference that's funny. to that's actually That's actually really good yeah. and good parenting advice as well. Absolutely. That's why we copied and pasted it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Might fuck around and stick my hand in a blender, start a GoFundMe and sue the company for not telling me it wasn't a massager. Uh, okay. Read, pretty random, okay. but read, write, paint, sing, do what you need to do, but be well. What a wonderful thing it is to possess her heart, treasure and take care of it. Um, the way I found all of these is after we were called out, I, instead of deleting them, I replied to each individual one and said this tweet is stolen i'm sorry so i just <laughs> just searched that to find all of these dozens of stolen tweets that we did and th- we talked a little bit about the sexual dimension to these tweets yeah um i kind of took off on that and took it in a different direction while josiah was taking was doing these these tweets about um, kind of chicken well, soup for the divorced mommy so yeah yeah and 100 percent <laughs> stolen i was doing some original tweets um about uh you know your, your character kind of had a fetish i think yeah i think it was it it, it became the fetish became um i was a guy who loved to shit uh in toilets um, so that would be the thing that I would write my horny tweets about. So, like, here's an example. So, so Keep in mind, this was like this was like a, a like three days of just us blacking out, like doing hundreds and hundreds of tweets. Like, I, yeah. it was. Yeah. So, in between Josiah's tweets that are like, yeah, for uh, divorcees, uh, I was tweeting last night was perf. I'm splooshing undigested meat into your toilet. Heart, uh, you wake up. What's What's that sound? Bacon crackling and pancakes. I'm full nude strumming a few card, few chords. Babe, did I wake you? 
Breakfast will be ready in a minute. Still sore from last night. Winky face. Why don't you check the toilet? I filled it to the brim. Um, when COVID's over, I'll meet. We'll, we'll meet somewhere warm. Roll around on the desert springs together and blow cigarette smoke into each other's face. We'd fill our hotel with cigarette smoke so dense you can't see. And leave stink packages around the room when COVID's <laughs> over. This so is kind of, this is interspersed with me tweeting: a man, a woman, a three-year-old, a dog, and an infant climb into a queen-size bed. There's no punchline. That's just my life. Drew's <laughs> <laughs> talking about filling bowls. <laughs> Drew, also- any, do you have a few more of those? I'd like to hear a couple more if you have. Oh gosh, I, I don't. I don't know if I have any more. Um, <laughs> those are so good. <laughs> they're so fucked. Yeah, they're. There were, a, there were a lot. Um, how, you said, how about, how about I come over and piss and shit in your toilet, fill it up with dirt and piss? <laughs> oh, you I'll know, it later. Right now, you're my focus. <laughs> um, I think I missed the best one, actually. Uh, I'm here to fill your toilet and eat pussy, and I'm all out of pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's probably the best one. Yeah, that kind of encapsulates everything right there. Um, it was through this. It was through this practice that we actually discovered Jamie Sweaty. Like this is where, and I think yes. this is who Drew was kind of channeling a little bit here as yeah, well. This was the, kind, of kind of going off of Jamie Sweaty thing, uh, but yeah. instead of just being horny, being specifically horny for one thing. Yeah, because Jamie Sweaty's whole thing is just being extremely horny and, yeah. and like being sort of like a bit of a poet, also, right? Like yeah, absolutely. Poet. He yeah. likes to be like talk about Bukowski and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, to go back to kind of the plagiarism, so it did start. We did start getting called out, obviously. It was kind of like I was laying so many traps, hoping that it would finally happen, and it did. So I I had copied the tweet, the one I mentioned, what a wonderful thing it is to possess her heart, dot, 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 treasure and take care of it, dot, dot, dot. Uh, And somebody named Just Roll Jailed replied and said, this was so much better when at the bearded B1 posted the original. <laughs> Link to the original tweet. That huge I'm, account, the bearded B1. Well, I'm still blocked by this guy. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Incognito. They also all have like, I would say like a perfect almost one-to-one ratio of followers to followers, but like yes. 12,000 followers. Yeah. yeah. So good. We also um, have, you just roll. Um, this way, the, at Glopel, this was way better when Lovebug... 1016 dropped the original tweet. The tweet itself, get yourself a good girl who's a little bit savage and a whole lot of silly. She's good for your soul. <laughs> that is good. <laughs> it is good. Um, and so, yeah, it kind of started snowballing. And then, okay, actually, fuck, where is it? I had the, so this lady named Too Many Commas 3, T-O-O, commas, and then the number three. I don't know if there was two other accounts called too many commas three Uh, but this is this was how we first interacted with her so on february 2nd she wrote (laughs) she's kind of the epitome of like the brain like she's killing it in in this particular niche she's like a queen of this niche of oh yeah her pin Um, tweet i love just bought nails and a stud finder and didn't make a single joke about it to the hardware store staff i am at peak adult rn (laughs) yeah and and she'll pin tweets from like 2019 She'll go back and find a tweet from 2019 that she liked and pin wow. that. And um, she'll change it every couple of days. It's it's impressive. She's, she's, she's on the grind. She grinds. Yeah. And so on February 2nd, she tweeted, I haven't been naked with a dude in nearly two years. 
but still worry about constantly about farting while someone is going down on me. <laughs> I think that's kind of also the <laughs> filling right. toilet inspiration. Yeah, uh, sure. that, a little bit. And then with the Globe Hell account, I replied, that's just wrong, laughing, crying emoji. And then she wrote, but you followed, so LOL. And so we kind of became mutuals from there. Sure. And I would, I would tag her. She would, ta- she would tag us in these kind of uh, – these kind of, you know, call out threat. Cause it's not just fallback. It's like, like I said, like, tell me your best joke about whatever, yeah. like this mm-hmm. kind of, and so um, I, I've just dropped it in here. I guess actually this was before she, you can click that, but don't read it yet. But basically she caught on that. We stole some tweets oh, okay. and she's kind of like the mama bear of this world. Like I said. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she, in our, in our globe Hell DMS, which is basically just a place where I send fucked up things so I can retweet <laughs> my globe. Hell. But she, we have one, basically one other person has ever DM'd us and it's uh la femme fatale, uh, too many commas three. She wrote, this was kind of like a, the clock is ticking sort of message. <laughs> February 9th, she wrote, so serious question. What was your hope from stealing tweets of more popular accounts? I'm literally trying to understand before I blast you. Did you not realize it would upset people? Do you think it gains you favor or podcast followers or whatever? And then she uh, she posted a screenshot because I couldn't resist on my personal. I couldn't resist retweeting some of the call out posts. Like it was just too funny. And so I retweeted one of them and she, and she, uh, said, especially concerning that when someone pointed it out, the plagiarism, you bragged about it. So it was like a screen, a receipt of me uh, retweeting it. And actually what I love about this screenshot, it, it shows that a lot of her mutuals had even followed my personal page back <laughs> <That's then. right. laughs> I was really, I was really growing in this scene. Yeah. Uh, but, but then the most epic thing is that like, she, so she said all this shit and then six minutes later, she wrote, time's up. Six minutes. <laughs> Not long not very much time. Six yeah. minutes to reply. And then she did this thread uh, that I've pasted in here that's pretty fucking good. All the receipts are here. Uh, quick cut in to say I was mutuals with some loser podcast who is apparently unapologetically stealing tweets from friends. And one considers himself a content creator. <laughs> I don't think I've ever called myself a content creator. <laughs> you but. say it all the time. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> and is bragging about it. Feel free to block Globe Helen and as well as whoever the fuck Josiah Hughes is. Uh, and then the thread is just all these like beardos and mommies, crazy AF, but cute. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then we like changed our bio because it used to have our ads in it and when this happened we changed our bio to say i forget what but she wrote also noticed that he apo- apologized but did not delete the tweets and took josiah he's out of the bio because he did not want to lose followers on his main blue check account <laughs> which has been reported don't fuck with my friends i gave you a chance to delete and apologize and you laughed yeah six minutes she gave us six minutes that's not yeah, a chance that's not fair you guys. six right. minutes yeah. that was a, a february 9th that was a tuesday 9.45 in the morning. Yeah, what's at work? I mean, yeah. I'm working. You're busy. You guys are busy. <laughs> I'm a journalist, okay? <laughs> yeah, come on. Um, I'm a content creator. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, obviously, I, you know, the people who follow us get it immediately and yeah. think it's fucking hilarious. And, and, I mean, it is – the best part is that the, all the tweets we stole were, like, so kind of – 
I don't even know the word. They're not funny. They're not even bad. They're just like so mediocre that yeah. it's not like well, we it's stole also, faves. Yeah, like the one she got mad at was the one where you just wrote like, do art, write poetry, get outside, <laughs> you know, like, be, you know, just make yeah. sure you take care of yourself. Like anyone could Completely write. It's inane. not like, yeah. like, whoa, you stole that. That's a, that's theft. How yeah. dare you steal that? So it's like that tweet is being done every minute. Right yeah. now, I bet. Like, exactly. So, uh, yeah, so there's all this shit. And then I, we just kind of left it because, I mean, I think it's really fun to bug these people. But I also think we don't want to be like too annoying and just at them all day. But unfortunately, some of our followers don't feel the same way. And <laughs> yeah. it, got into, it turned into this whole thing where she was being trolled back by people who follow us and, and uh, kind of understand our sense of humor. So it turned into this whole thing. And then, am I forgetting anything before the big finale? I, well, I think? she the the trolls she mentioned were you know they were not mean. Exactly, trolls. they yeah. were they were so so we didn't we we didn't have like a, a super negative relationship, even yeah. though we did get blocked and Josiah did get blocked and reported. Um, I did. <laughs> yeah. And to be honest, he should have his blue check taken away. <laughs> I think he should have for plagiarizing a tweet. I think that's, <laughs> it's just, uh, you should not but, be doing But that. yeah, people were kind of like mocking her. So, anyways, all of this oh, to say, yeah. she does this call out post and she blocked us on everything. And also, like the, the, uh, what's it called? The, cor- the collateral damage is that basically anytime in the group DM, someone posts a really cringe tweet. Like I'm most likely going to be blocked by whoever right. it is. So, Cause yeah. I've, I've been blocked by most of this community. Yeah. Um, but she did this and then people were started trolling back and then I'm just like at work or going to get lunch or something. And I'm like, Oh my God, there's a video in my, in my Twitter from this lady, <laughs> like in her car, she sent me this video. Um, <laughs> but it's like actually so touching. I don't, there's a thread and a video. Maybe, maybe we should do the video first. It's actually so like, it ended up being like so touching and, and she unblocked me. Let's, we should watch the video wow. and, and you'll see okay. what, hap- what happened. All right, here we go. Okay. As somebody who is a content creator, apparently, whatever that means, I assume that means you do videos. She's actually driving while doing this, which is amazing. So I figured this was a better way to communicate. In any case, I just wanted to let you know that I saw you be nice to another person. And so I decided that I would maybe reach out this way, um, just as another human being behind a Twitter account. Um, and say that I learned a really valuable lesson today thanks to your trolls. And it's not what you think it is. Um, I am 41. I am obese. Uh, I'm a single mom for the first time in many years. So uh, normally when I troll people or attack people on Twitter, it's because they have either stolen tweets, and I'll tell you a little bit more about why that's important to me in a minute, Um, Or it's because they have spewed some racist, misogynist bullshit at one of my friends. Um, So today I happened to run into one of those at the same time that I made my post about you guys still in tweets. Um, And the response was really different. Uh, So I, I have to say, I have hope for future generations because the way that your trolls troll is very different from the wow. 35 to 45 year old men troll. 
I'm glad she doesn't think I'm 35. That was the best part. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Sarcastic and cynical, and I don't quite get it because I am old, Um, but it's respectful, and I appreciate that. Um, And I don't really care if you blast this to your friends or whatever. I don't really give a shit. I don't have any face to save or whatever, but I just wanted to say... um, I appreciate the non-personal attacks because I'm used to a bunch of sore ass men uh, immediately going to calling me fat because they think that's going to hit me where it hurts and they just expose themselves as not being intelligent enough to argue. So um, I'm going to send a second video, but just wanted you to hear that. That's so sweet. Oh my God. It's important to people in my little section of Twitter to not still tweet just because okay. a lot of us do work as writers, comics. That's where I start to disagree with her a little that's bit. Not, that's not true. Things like that <laughs> and original content is important to us. So um, it is frustrating when somebody puts thought into a tweet. And, well, um, I don't know about that so, part. You know, whatever gets some attention, doesn't get some attention. It really doesn't matter to us, but... The important thing is, is that it's frustrating when someone else gets attention for the work that you did. Um, so that's my insight. Um, I hope it's well received because after the other stuff I saw you post today, I kind of feel like you're maybe a decent human being. Um, yeah. So that's all. I think, I think maybe we, I posted that none of the fans should should go after them or something like that. Or maybe yeah, and that, I th- one of the I th- trolls. And- I think she must have been looking at my rep- – I think one of my friends was like actually going through a hard time in real life. And I was just like, oh, I hope that it gets – like it was like one of the things where the facade was lifted for a second on my yeah. account. And, and then it turned into this. But when I saw that video at first, I was like, oh, no. What is this mm-hmm. going to be? And then it ended up being really sweet. And I've been yeah. – I've talked to her back and forth and been, yeah. been like, yeah, like, you know, that actually made me feel proud of the kind of people that I hang out with online that didn't – Get super that's so nice yeah because I, I looked at the replies and it's like the classic thing of like oh uh actually uh someone stole that from from him because if you look mm-hmm. at the time zones you yeah, know, like yeah, that yeah sort exactly. of joke, which is like totally harmless obviously mm-hmm. right so yeah, yeah that was and, like a very like touching and sweet video she it was nice, nice but it was also nice. like why are you taking this so listen this is so important i have to make a video in yeah. my car I <laughs> while i'm driving yeah exactly yeah like it was just kind of like unbelievably surreal and and so then drew i mean to keep it going then drew a, a month later started doing jamie sweaty style selfies constantly <laughs> shirtless with his tooth down yeah. and i i dm'd one to her and asked her to retweet it and she did so yeah we nice still, we still wow. have like a gay yeah, like great relationship world. yeah she retweeted oh glowpel the other day wow yeah yeah actually, and i did ask permission to play this on on the show and she's totally down and so yeah oh my it's god cool. yeah it's, it's amazing it's like a happy yeah. we never have happy endings with our with our block tales <laughs> no. usually. Yeah. This is this is great. Wow. I mean, she I, didn't, uh, unfortunately she didn't tell like the bearded B one to unblock me or whatever. Right. But, so yeah. you're still sort of I'm a pariah still... within the community. Yeah. 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 I'm accepted. I, I'm fully I found accepted. an unbelievable thread here, uh, you know, that I, I would love to share. This this one, so the original tweet was from Don't Go Megan My Heart. Um, <laughs> her name's Megan. Yeah. Uh, her her bio is the good ones screw you, the bad ones screw you, and the rest don't know how to screw you. Hashtag the Gucci dolls. Oh, uh, okay. And so she just so she wrote 
Intelligence is enormously sexy. Let's see the hashtag Titty Tuesday or sexy glasses <laughs> pics. XOXO, love you yes. all. Enjoy your yep. day. And then she posted a picture of herself in glasses and a very revealing bra, to which our our protagonist here, or antagonist, I don't know, La Femme Fatale replied, Haha, I just laugh every time I take a pic where I'm trying to be sexy. And then she posted a photo of herself at her desk. Just kind of with like a you know her head in her hand or chin in her hands kind of, and then this guy replied, "Still works." Kind of a life is noise. Want a bang vibe? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my no. god! That's just kind of how these people talk. All yeah, day. it's like, so no weird stuff, right? The, no. the Gucci, the Gucci gang or whatever is a big yeah. thing in horny Twitter. Okay. Is that Gucci now? Girls, is that like Gucci another boys. family of baby Yodas or no? No, no. no. I, think that's I, think, I think it's the Gucci a, Girls podcast or something, and oh, they talk about okay, sex. Yes. Right, talk about and sexy the, stuff. the guy who replied that "life is noise" want a bang tweet his bio. It's just so funny that you guys were you just so accurately explained this community because his bio is unconventional and almost intentional sometimes an aspiring writer a perfect blend of funny and sad Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's that's it honestly i would say like if you're interested in this community or if you just want to follow somebody who like clearly half gets it and was a good sport i think too many comments three is a good follow because she retweets most of the big players in the community too so you're really mm-hmm. getting a gateway into the community yeah. and she yeah. like yeah she gets it like she's she just seems like a very nice person she, so. she's very nice yeah, yeah. she told yeah. me when i asked her if if we could play the video on here if she she said something to me like yeah ever since that happened i really have stopped workshopping my stand-up on twitter <laughs> so, oh, <no. laughs> maybe that's good though i mean you need an audience to workshop your stand-up sure, not, yeah not a True, bunch yeah. of bearded boys 23 like whatever. horny and yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> stand-up crowds aren't that horny that's true. Yeah. I mean, they oh, might be, I mean I don't know. depends on where you're at. Uh, uh, and Ed the Sock show. Yeah. yeah. Doing Ed the Sock dirty show. Everyone's yeah. just naked while yeah. you're performing. Um, this is, uh, we got a great listener block this week, too, also from a maybe a strange community. This one's from Ben, and uh, they were blocked by some old woman named Marla. Uh, so here we go. Hi, Stefan and John. For some context, a few months ago, I was shopping for fun stuff at one of those big indoor antique flea market things where there are a bunch of aisles with different vendors. I came across, I came across a display case full of Nazi memorabilia. And I politely asked one of the employees why they allowed their vendors to sell Nazi memorabilia. And she immediately got very defensive with me and argued that it was historically important. It's not. It needs to be available to schools and museums to buy those items. It doesn't. And they don't. And that selling those items doesn't mean they're endorsing the hate they represent. It does. I left without buying anything. And then I posted a review on their Facebook page that reads, this place literally sells Nazi memorabilia. And the staff get really defensive and angry if you ask them Simple questions like, why do you let your dealer sell Nazi memorabilia here? And I was ready to be done with the whole thing. Then a few weeks later, some old woman named Marla commented on my review, parroting the same Nazi sympathizing points about it having historical value and messaged me to call me an idiot. I called her a Nazi. And then when she didn't respond, I sent her those gifts of 3D CGI naked muscular goofy rotating and walking. Uh, She called me an asshole and blocked me. Uh, but not before I informed her that Goofy has more historical value than a swastika and took screenshots and they sent us an Imgur. So we'll post that. But yeah, it's very If you don't know the naked Goofy, very similar vibe to the naked Shrek uh, where someone makes a yes. 3D model of 
goofy okay. and yeah anyway thank you for sending that in ben if you want to send in a listener block uh you can do so at blocked at blockparty.com or you can fill out the form on our website uh you can also donate to the show at patreon.com slash block party where five dollars a month gets you access to four bonus episodes every month and hey we do them every month uh we have a, a great bonus episode coming out this week with our great friend kath barbadoro it's the latest in our series where we are attempting to educate foreign program uh, foreign programmers foreign podcasters on uh, Canadian pop culture. We're going to be doing Stampede Wrestling with Kath Barbadoro. That's coming out this Wednesday. Uh, and then we have another great trivia party coming out the week after that with Patty and Eli from What a Time to Be Alive. So it's a bit of a What a Time to Be Alive week here. We also have a live show coming up this Saturday, May 29th with Adam Christie. We're going to be watching a bunch of terrible cameos. That's at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Block Party Pod, and you can always rate and review the show. And if you like the show, tell one of your friends. Now, gentlemen, we are here at the end of the show which means it is time for our top three. Three, two, one. Trois, deux, un. Uno, 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 uno. Mustard. Three. Sauce. Deux. Girlfriends. Uno, 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 uno. Well, uh, Stampede 2021 is right around the corner. Um, yes. And I wanted to know your top three rides. Um, I'm going to say mine, which is like top zipper. three, like amusement park rides. Yeah. Carnival rides. Carnival okay. rides. OK. Yeah. And so yeah. this is so you'll give your three, Drew, and then we'll go around. Josiah will give his three and we'll go around like that. OK. Sounds okay. good. Yeah. Great. Yeah, so just, your, say, just, your, just your number three and then we'll go. Just, yeah. just my number three. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll say the zipper. Uh, it uh, makes you sick. <laughs> but it's also thrilling. And what is the, I, I, what's the zipper again? I know that I feel like I've been on it, but so I, the zipper is kind of like a fast roller coaster where the uh, you're in a little car that also inverts. Um, right. Okay. So, so you'll you'll be spinning around in the car while the zipper itself is is uh, rotating, uh, going yeah. back and forth. That's a nightmare. Um, that is yeah. an actual nightmare for me, and I would never go on it. It's it's disgusting because you get sick, <laughs> and it's thrilling. So that's what that's it's kind of like my my <laughs> that's what Drew's yeah. your brand yeah Drew is disgusting, disgusting but and thrilling disgusting and thrilling. <laughs> uh, right. Okay, my number three is going to be the I don't even know what it's called, but it's the the music one that all, similarly goes backwards and it's like crazy fast and they always play like techno music on it and it has like airbrushed art. I think they had it at the PNE too. They, they I don't do. Remember yeah. what it's called. But it's called start- like the music coaster or something. I feel like it's yeah. It just it, goes it, really, really fast in a circle, right? It's and you similarly, just stand, you stand. I think up, you. That- I think you sit, and it's just oh, like an one. insanely yeah. fast circle. Um, yeah. And it also similarly makes me very sick. But I would love to be able to go on it, but I can't. So, okay. but I just like the I like the musicality. Of, like in terms of like if that ride was a music genre, I think it would be my favorite music genre, probably. <laughs> Okay, I got to think here. I think my number three, this is a this is a bit, this one doesn't get me sick or anything, but it's like the pirate ship that goes like back and forth, like the big swing that oh, goes yeah. back and forth. Mm-hmm. And so by the time you get to like the top of the the arc, you're like straight down and you're, so you're like shifting in your seat and stuff and you're not like buckled in or anything, which uh, I, I sort of like, but that's, that's a nice one. It's a very simple uh, ride. They got the big pirate ship at the, at the PNE. That's my number three, John. 
Uh, my number three is a ride I went on one time called the Gravitron. Uh, Ooh, it kind of looks go. like a big, yeah, it looks like a big UFO kind of spaceship thing. I don't know if you guys have ever seen this. This was in Ontario, so I don't know if it was a staple of the. They definitely uh, had it the PE as well. Okay, yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, yeah. so it basically stamp. looks like a giant alien spaceship. You go in it, you sit along the wall, and and then it just spins in a circle, and you're in the dark, and it's a nightmare. Yeah. Um, but the only reason it's my number three, I hated it. I don't like rides generally, but, uh, there, for whatever reason, the guy who was working there could like run on the side of it, like in place. So he like would come on the ride (laughs) and then like, as the ride was spinning, he would like run in the opposite direction of the ride and like, so he would be just in one place while he was like running against the way it was spinning. And that was pretty cool. That's so, the, wow. I actually love the uh, Brandon Flowers from The Killers, his solo album. His second solo album is so sick. And one of the singles, the chorus is spinning like a Gravitron when I was Okay, sweet. So I, did, so I didn't just make that up. No, I was like, I think yeah, it's, it's called like, the Gravitron, but I can't yeah. remember. So, yeah, okay, yeah. thank you. That's... I also definitely have puked on one, of, like on one of those, not just not after, but during... Yeah. Um, nice. Very Oof. upsetting. It seems yeah. like they must, that must happen almost every time they start it. Yeah. You got to yeah. feel like it's just, they just have a puke guy. That's just, they probably is, just like fill it with cleaner and then run it with no one in it. To just clean it <laughs> <out>. <laughs> Drew, uh, your number two. Uh, I would say the haunted house. I mean, it's, Ooh, it's, yeah. it's, it's very scary. Uh, you go through there, stuff pops out at you, but it's not too scary. So you get to hang out in the dark for a little bit relax in between scares so you can get you get kind of get spooked and then you can be like oh yeah the stampede one has the stampede one has very like garage rock looking art on the side too yeah it looks like a garage rock cover (laughs) it really does yeah hell yeah Yeah, maybe with like yeah like a a 50s garage or 60s garage rock band with like a monster theme would be perfect okay (laughs) that sounds great oh my god uh, my number two is because everything does make me sick. Um, my number two favorite ride at the Calgary Stampede is the as seen on TV tent building. Uh, in the <laughs> but it's not floor. really. It's That's not really a ride. <laughs> well, I think it is because you can you can try out the some of the cleaner the sh- the sham wows and the. Uh, I almost bought like a hundred dollar fidget spinner there one time because it was so shiny and gold. And it was right when they came out and I was like, wow. I have a feeling these are going to be around for a while. I should probably invest. In a <laughs> I got to have the coolest one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there's like that uh, booth that sells like classic rock, like uh, vinyl record clocks and stuff. Like, yeah. There's a lot of fun bullshit in the, in the big four. I think that counts as a ride. You, there's a, a beginning and an end to it, right? Okay, well, a, I have a new yeah. number one ride then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my number two, I'm going to go with the elevator at the PNE. I feel like most uh, fairs or, or carnivals or whatever have these, and it's just like the tower where mm-hmm. it just launches you up uh, very fast, and then you kind of hang up for, for a bit, and then you, you fall down. Uh, and uh, it's just it's very simple, and you get a very nice view of uh, of the surrounding area also. So I'm gonna go with the the elevator as my number two, John. Um, yeah, I mean, I certainly don't. I certainly hate most rides. Um, I have pretty bad vertigo, and I I've never liked them since I was a kid. Uh, so my number two is just carnival games, like in general, because I don't know that there's anything else on earth where you just know you're literally just setting your money on fire 
and you don't care. <laughs> You're just like, yeah, sure, whatever. It's five bucks to throw three softballs into some cans on a table. Done. <laughs> oh, get, I get. Oh, I get twenty rings for seven dollars, and that's just today. Um, that's unbelievable. That, what a deal. 20 whole rings that I'm going to miss every <laughs> single bottle that I throw. Like they're just, I'm not sure there's another transaction on earth where you're positive. Even if you win, you get a piece of junk you don't want that you will throw out in a year. You just keep it. Cause you're like, holy fuck, I actually won. And then eventually you're like, well, this is, I have no use for a giant <laughs> stuffed, uh, Mr. Incredible. So right. it just is like, yeah, it, I just love the whole concept of it. I love that it still exists, that we're all still doing it, even though we know there's no point to it. There should be a law by now. Kind of it guess. should be right. Like <laughs> yeah. it's it just, it's just crazy. Uh, but yeah, I think it's a great, uh, it's a great time. I still do it and I don't care. So there, there you have it. Uh, money, money you're number bags. one, Drew. Mr. Money money bags over here. If yeah. we're, if we're uh, playing fast and loose with the rules, I'm going to say uh, my favorite ride, July 14th, 2010, Lover Boy on the Coke stage. Um, <laughs> don't, ha- don't have the set list here on Setlist FM, but uh, I imagine they played Working for the Weekend several <laughs> times. <laughs> well, they, yeah, all their hits. I believe their bass players from Calgary. So it was kind of like a hometown. Yeah, homecoming. Um, return. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to put so Coca-Cola stage in mine too, but I'm glad I didn't. But because uh, my wife grew up in Calgary, I grew up in Vancouver, but um, she was telling me when she was a teenager, like they were so strict about the Coke stage. If you swore, you would get fined. And I think when Len played, they had to pay like a hundred grand of fines after <laughs> they kept swearing <laughs> so much. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, no. yeah. That's incredible. So I, I think you I told your band off of the concept of incest. Have yeah, I told exactly. the story about uh, about chaos on the show before, Stefan, at UBC's no. Welcome Back Barbecue? Oh, okay, I think, so, but it's... it's so I chaos it's is really headlining good. the Welcome Back Barbecue at UBC. This just reminded me of that. And he... So people who were in the front row, if they, were, if they had like backpacks on from school, they didn't want like the kind of crush of people being pushed up against backpacks. So they let people put their backpacks just sort of like over the barricade. Um, and so chaos had gone down with the fans... Uh, for one of the songs and then he noticed that there was like a textbook sticking out of one of the backpacks and it was like a biology textbook so he like took it on stage and he was like holding it up and kind of like dancing around with it and just being kind of stupid and then he just chucked it in the crowd and it just got like ripped to shreds within like seconds like it was like just it was almost like a crowd surfer like every three seconds you'd see it sort of pop up and then someone else would catch it and like rip pages out of it and then chaos is like assistant or handler or i don't know he's like wearing a suit he like runs out to the front of the stage because the girl whose book it was is like yelling like what the <laughs> fuck you know so chaos's handler like runs out and he and he like goes to her and he like peels off a 50 dollar bill and he hands it to her and then he like starts to walk away and she like hits him on the back and then he like leans in with his ear and then he peels off three more $50 bills <laughs> and some to her and then walks away. <laughs> I wonder if any of your listeners in America know who chaos is. Oh, I'm so yeah. certain. Yeah. I'm no certain they don't. I'm certain they don't. I have lots of great chaos stories, but that's one of them. That's one of them. So, uh, uh, my Stephan- number one, oh, sorry. Yeah, Joe. My, yeah, my yeah, number one for one. the uh, Calgary Stampede is the, it's like a really chill and shitty gondola that goes over the park and it's sponsored by WestJet and they pretend that you're taking off on a plane but you're just like on a really chill lame gondola that like it's it is clearly the shittiest ride and it's super like 
boring. But if you do it when the fireworks are going off, it's very beautiful, actually. So oh, okay. Yeah. Smart. Shut it's up. like a, that feels like a veteran move that you do yeah. it when the fireworks <laughs> are going off. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's not someone who's at the stampede for the first time is not going to be on there. They, they don't, but you they can don't like that. it's also great. You can see people puking and stuff. Like if you had been on the gondola when that <laughs> oh, girl no. was having a threesome and that would have been crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Check that out. Oh, oh my god. god. Uh, my number hilarious. one. Uh, this is a Vancouver classic, and it's the the wooden coaster uh, at, yeah. at the PNE. Uh, I I had to go with this one. Uh, it's, it's, I think it's one of the oldest wooden coasters. I mean, it's, it's old as fuck. It's very old. You feel like you're going to die every second. It's terrifying. It's very, uh, rickety. It it shakes a lot when you're on it. Uh, there's a few moments where you're like going under parts of it and it feels like you're going to get decapitated. Um, but it's just, it's just a classic, uh, coaster. It's a lot of fun. I think, is it, I want to say it's almost a hundred years old. I mean, it's, it is old. Yeah, it's been it's, a long yeah. time. It's somewhere around there. Yeah. It's um, very old, but yeah, the, the old wooden coaster, that's my number one, John, uh, my number one, this is a carnival classic and, uh, is perfect for a guy like me who needs to be in control of the ride that he's on. Uh, and I'm actually surprised no one said it. Bumper cars. Yeah. Mm. Oh, it's it's an old favorite or bumper boats. I mean, I, I enjoy both of them. I grew up in Ontario. Ontario Place had a beautiful set of bumper boats. Uh, yeah. Love it. You know, there, it's just it's just good fun. It's just a good time. You can't you go wrong ever, with a you good guys run go the to bumper Dusty's- car. Dusty's Dino Town out in uh, Chilliwack or whatever. It, like, oh, I never be, went there. No, no. it was yeah. it was originally like a a Flintstones theme park, and then yes. they got sued by Hanna Barbera. Did I talk <laughs> about this last time? I feel like I've talked about this somewhere before, but <laughs> I remember going there as a kid, and they had just been sued by Hanna Barbera, and they had drawn mustaches on all the. <laughs> 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 oh no! But they had oh. great bumper boats there. That was so I don't cool. think oh, a mustache yeah. is sufficient to, no. to get around the oh, copyright. That that is incredible. No, that's that's Brad Brimstone. <laughs> uh, well, Josiah, Drew, absolute pleasure to have you guys on the show. Uh, what a what a great time we had. Uh, before we go, is there anything you'd like to plug? Too many commas three. Yeah, check out too many commas three. We do new episodes of Global every Wednesday. Um, and it, yeah, there is a wiki. So, I mean, I would say start at the beginning, but if you don't want to catch up, the wiki is terrifyingly detailed. So yeah. check out globehowwiki.fandom.com. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that's all we have to plug. All right. There you go. Check. You can follow the podcast at globe hell on Twitter. You can follow just follow Josiah at Josiah Hughes and drew at rap and four safety. That's the number four. And uh, Josiah also has the one fifty five pod that you can follow at the one fifty five pod. Uh, thank you guys so much for joining us. Thanks everybody for tuning in again. You can donate to the show at patreon.com slash block party. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at block party pod. We'll see you back here next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.